like to build up we, all the uh, all the anticipate. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. Let's say hypothetically that I don't know anything about fly fishing. Yeah, right? It was like this instant eight-way man crush. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah. The time we've been doing this podcast, I've never seen Uncle Buck perk up his, his dolphin procreation. <laughs> Like you just flipped up out of your chair. Yeah, he just blew out his blow. What are you talking about? And that's pretty much my dream coming true is to actually meet you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the humblest Shy guy I know. Humble. Work and huge uh, trade shows in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You meet some pretty wild guys. You blew it! <laughs> I'm the worst PR person ever. Fire me. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. You are in the current. This is the Rutten River Pursuits podcast. I, I wish I could make a current sound. I can't. That's good. Bubble, I liked bubble, it. Bubble. I actually liked it. It was a good one. Crash. So we're going to continue. This is a two-part episode. We're going to continue. We have so much new stuff, but we're going to jump right back into Sodas Point. Oh, We just ran out of time for we the epic back? weekend that we're we going had. To, we're, we're going back. Returning. Did we it's make like it back to the future? Yes. Did we make it to the dock? Yes, we did. Yeah, Saturday's over. Yeah. We talked about the trail of honey buns. Yeah. I slept through dinner. Yep. And uh, we are actually turning into Sunday now. But uh, who's with me? I'm Steve. I'm Will. Uncle Buck. Hey, I'm Ryan. And there's a lot to talk about this week. So we're going to jump right into it. And so. What we talked about last week, if you want to jump back and listen to that episode, was the fact that Deke like called me crying and he needed me to bring another kayak. I didn't have time. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I sounds had, exactly yeah. like him. So I had to spend a bunch of money on tires and we had to take the boat up to make them happy. And uh, <laughs> we we went ahead and did that. Come and on, catfish. after <laughs> fishing with Captain Jimmy Del Rio on the. Diamond J in the rain and big swells and limiting out having an amazing it was pretty swell amazing time uh, the trail of honey buns led right into Sunday and uh, we actually were going to leave Deke Ryan and myself were going to go fishing somewhere because the weather was way too horrible to fish so does point wind rain to take a small boat out 16 yeah. foot boat and mm-hmm. uh we woke up in the morning. I got up about 4.30 and walked outside and walked up and looked at Ryan and said, it's calm. Yeah. It's time. Like, there's no wind. There's no wind. It's beautiful out. Get up. Yes. And we did. We drove down to well, where Jimmy's boat is, and it was flat. Yes. Yeah. But before we did, I, I have to stop for just a second because <laughs> yeah. I learned something. <laughs> I learned something Sunday what? morning. What's that? Dark man? and early. <laughs> right? Dark and early. Yeah. As, oh, as we got up to go out on this epic adventure that we're all about to hear about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we stirred in the room a little bit, you know, and we may have woke up the other two that weren't going to be leaving for a little bit. Slightly woke them were, up. But they were I heading straight home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe we stirred enough that Uncle Buck decided he was going to go use the restroom. Yeah, I don't remember this, but go ahead. No, you were, you were already down. I was like, loading the boat. Yeah, and I believe you might have been yelling, come on, let's go. I got you. <laughs> Hurry up. I got but six I'm, honey buns. I'm to still eat. I'm still packing my luggage up. I left my shoes up there because you were rushing me. But what ended up happening was Uncle Buck goes into the restroom behind me, and as soon as the door closed, 
Someone else was up right before. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll get there. But oh, I heard the right. door close <laughs> right behind me. And immediately, door closes and <laughs> toilet flushes. What? I, when, Will when, and I, when you first go in, who flushes the toilet when you go in? Amazing. the that was, that, was the, that was the question that Will and I both had when we looked at each other. We made eye contact and we were kind of, it was kind of weird. Like, did that? That was that. And he asked me, he goes, did he just, did he just pre-flush? Is that what that was? Pre flushes. That's what I. That's exactly what I had. I like I. So we, I said the. Oh, just go ahead, tell this thing quick. Cause I got it. It makes sense in the end. It, it turns out, Buck, you never let anything flush out. <laughs> it turns out. It turns out maybe somebody was maybe somebody was letting a little bit of yellow mellow, but <laughs> but when he comes out of the bathroom. We had to ask the question. He looks We're all like, cocky and proud. And we, and we go, Phil, did you just flush the toilet before you started? And do you know what his response was? Uh-uh. He didn't miss a beat. He didn't He didn't pause at all. He looks at us and he goes, well, yeah, I like a clean nest. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like a clean nest before you sit down on it? I said. Pre-flusher. Yeah, there's a pea burger still in the, in the toilet. I got gotcha. you. I, I said, okay, Buck. Then. You have to be honest with me. <laughs> I need to know if you flushed the toilet before you actually t- use the toilet. I was going to say something else. Yeah. But I need to know that about a dude. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's just Yeah, we're not, sharing a room, you man. Were, yeah. You were definitely concerned. That's weird. Like you needed to know. <laughs> it was weird, but there was a reason. I wonder how many people in the world are just like you. That's I four, don't that's always four, do that. That's four gallons of like, water per pre-flush. Without- no, if it was a clean toilet, I would have gone in it. But if, how do you know it's clean? Because you would have been balls deep. There's not toilet paper in there, and it's not yellow, Stevie, with froth. I mean, it looked like a it fresh, was frothy. Maybe frothy. their plumbing was. I would say that maybe constitutes a pre-flush. Yeah, maybe, so know? I like a clean nest because you don't. There was no froth. Well, you don't want that yellow splashing you on you, know, now, do you? You don't know if you're going to drop like a meteor coming in. At He's going to drop a whopper like, plopper. Exactly. Wait. That's going to splash up. You don't want foreign. This started material. out great. Yeah. I've got, <laughs> Sorry about that. This I did. is our Sunday. So, bottom but that's line, how my day started. Uncle I learned Buck about. prefers a clean nest. He's going to yeah. keep going if you I'm let really, him. Fair enough, Buck. Who wouldn't? All right. I'm really happy that I was out loading a boat for this. Yeah. I wasn't there, but after this conversation, it feels like I was. Yes. Well, now you know That's, that about me. I, I support your pre-flush. Good. I mean, other than yes. when we're reeling in a fish, this is how a trip goes with the R2 boys. <laughs> we learn a lot about each other. Still. We yeah. do. Yep. So, Soda's Point, we uh, Deke comes out. San Stevie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Moving right. Oh, along. we 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 pre-planned as we drove to the water. I jammed DK in the back with all the equipment. Mm-hmm. Ryan had this nice big open front passenger seat to sit in, and he made sure to put the seat back as far as it would go and recline it just a little bit. <laughs> I like my leg room. Yes. And as we were going down to the water, I made sure to comment to Deke and Ryan. Be sure to send the pictures directly to Steve, not to the R2 threat. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You guys did a great <laughs> job of that. Stevie, what were you thinking that whole weekend? Being I don't away? know. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I want to. I don't nah. want to talk about it. Nah. Come on, guys. <laughs> How did it affect you, bud? I mean, seriously. It was a rough weekend for Stevie. It, it was, yeah, because that... You, 
He won't miss it next year, I'm sure. My, my voice is getting high, which is uncharacteristic for me. Right. Yeah. You've been saying that for years. Yeah. It, it, it was it was tough because that's one... I, I like to... Trout's one of my favorite type of fish, you know, and you were catching... Did you see those like tr- trout, bud? I, I saw them, Buck. They <laughs> no, were, he wasn't looking fat. at the pictures at all. He's, I he's saw them. the knife uh, now. Oh, okay. you, yeah. Like, oh, right. did you need to ask that question? At two, Buck, eh? You know what I do? I, I got divorced 10 years ago. You want to talk about that, too? You know what I do? <laughs> we could, but let's talk about these trout first. <laughs> I do, I, do, I do remember, though, in Florida, though, there's one epic part about Stevie being along on a trip. He's probably the only one up and ready before me. Like, he's ready to go. Stevie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he wants to fish. Let's go. Now, he's extremely patient. He'll sit around for two hours, and he'll go, come on, bud. Come on. But he's ready. Like, he's, yeah, yeah, he wants yeah. to go. We didn't get all the way down here just to sit around, guys. <laughs> no, it was, it was really... I, I was happy you guys are having a good time. I was really thrilled that you, I was worried the weather wasn't going to hold out. He's got out. his fingers crossed under the podcast that, table. That's what I heard. You hoped that the weather wasn't going to hold out. I thought I thought I heard something about hoping for the boat capsizing. <laughs> that, <laughs> there was that comment. Deep down inside. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the end, say, he wanted us to all be rescued, but... <laughs> wanted you guys to all be rescued and to be safe, but... Dead boats. Catch, but you like, had a terrible fishing trip. Stop catching my co-host. <laughs> I hope your stringer full of memories goes down to the bottom. No, I'm glad you guys had a great time, but it was hard because that's it was it was. I, I don't know. I'm sure it was the same you guys felt when we were yeah hooking peacocks down in Miami. So it's just tough. You 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 want to be not just the fishing part. But the being the trick the is guy. being the, there. The real yeah. trick is is to never miss the trip. That's yeah. the trick. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that was seven hours out on the That's water. That's what Aerosmith told us. Yes. But the seventeen hours on was, land, golly, yeah. I, I have a hard know, time with stringer. motion sickness. So I don't know. It, it. I don't know how I would have been. I've got sicker and less. But anyways, yeah. you were missed, year. bud. You next were missed, well, Steve. I, I, we we'll, missed you. We'll make bud. it happen next. So week. you got Deke in the back. Up. In the back seat, his knees are all deked up. Well, he's excited because the water that was like trying to sink boats at the dock is now flat. Yeah. The next yeah. morning, like it's like like the fishing gods just waved their hand and just calmed what you guys saw is was just gale force type winds uh, the day before. This is not the chop you're looking for. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we did, they did like the Jedi hand wave and we, we would go fishing. When we, you were sleeping, when we were eating, it was flat. What? This was like mm-hmm. three hours after five foot swells. Yep. Yep. Flat, calm. I'm like, that is not the same body of water. No. I've heard that about the Great Lakes. But it just turned off. It, well, it, yeah. when we were out Saturday, it turned, and like it was choppy all day, but it turned bad like a light switch. It got mm-hmm. to them four or five foot swells very, very quickly. It was it was the wind that pushed the rain off. Yep, yep. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. So anyhow, so we we take off. And uh, we get down to where Captain Jimmy Del Rio is. But we did look the night before on Google Maps. We found three other Sodas Point um, like uh, boat launches, and we checked them all out. We found the southernest most tip of the body of water, which is like an inlet of Sodas Point. Sodas Bay. Sodas Bay, correct. Yep. Thank you. And um, we pulled in, and there was this old... Um, 
It looks like Hogheads Marina. Uh, you've been to Hogheads up up there by Pincho. Yeah, yeah. It actually reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, now that you mention it, uh, a bunch of bait tanks, a bunch of uh, odds and end fishing stuff. Uh, you know, a couple whoopie pies, whatever uh, oatmeal pies, and like two old guys sitting there talking about fishing that were selling gear. Yeah. Like it, it was a bait shop, and this place was pretty cool. Uh, DK actually checked it out. You can rent. Uh, one of the rooms above the place and have a boat dock to yep. take your boat. It's 60 bucks a night. Really? With the boat dock to park your boat to come in and out for 60 no, bucks a night. And yep. actually they have boat rentals. If you don't have your own boat, you can just rent a boat. Yep, you can rent John to an 18-foot pontoon. Yep. No way. Yep. So as we're sitting there talking mm. to these guys, there was another fisherman in there. And I asked him, DK and Ryan and I walked in. We're, we're checking out the boat ramp and... uh we're wondering, I said, hey, buddy, is there any bass here? And the guy that ran the place looked over at DK and he went, really? He's like, if you can't catch a bass here, you're not a fisherman. And the guy looked at us and he went, the smallest the smallest fish we caught yesterday was four pounds. And I went, okay, we're fishing here. What? Yeah. Hold my monster. Yeah. This is the spot. <laughs> he said, the smallest pike we caught yesterday was 36 inches. Mm. I went, yeah, we're fishing here. So... And then wow. obviously we asked him, what are you catching them on? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, Ned Rigg. Nedrig. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody's... Would have like, never guessed. Everybody up there has, like, a shirt that says Nedrig on it, so... Uh, uh, the guy that... It's called Ned's Shop. It is. Ned's actually, Sackle Shop. It had rig on it, but it fell off a long time ago. Yeah. That's what he used to do before he had the shop. Yeah. Run big rigs. So, uh, he had some massive... Uh, it, you would have loved this shop. He did have some massive custom pike spoons and some really cool rod setups that you don't see in your, your big box stores. Mm. But uh, so anyhow, we go out. The fun part was is we go out and we back the boat down towards the boat ramp. And the boat to this point has been running at super high speed, but not at low RPMs. So I got the screwdriver out to mess with the high-low valves under the engine. And I didn't, I'm like, whatever, tear the hood off, fire it up for just 30 seconds. I'll adjust it. Yeah, you, you couldn't get it to idle. I couldn't right? get it Once to idle. Once you got it yeah. fired up, you'd have to open it up uh, or no, shut it down. Yeah. And uh, so I, I backed it up like maybe a quarter turn, you know, above the carburetor, not the carburetor adjustment, but the high valve on the carb. And so it's, it, we fired it up for like 10 seconds, maybe 15. And the two guys that ran the shop, the two <laughs> old guys come out and they're New standing York there. Minute. Yeah. And they're looking at us, staring at us. And I shut the motor off and he's like, hey, bud. Hey. I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm sure. Yeah, man. What is it, Ned? On? Yeah. What's up, Ned? <laughs> what do you need, Rig? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know, you'll you'll blow that motor up 20 seconds with it being out of the water. I went, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it for years. I got this. It's a two-stroke. It's a Johnson's fine. He can run for hours out of the water. <laughs> and the uh, guy's like just, snakehead. He's just shaking his head going. <laughs> you burn up them impellers. Yeah. Burn yeah you're going to burn that motor up, boss. I'm like, yeah, 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 I got this. And Deke's like, did you just tell him you'd be doing that for hours, like for years? And I went, I know what I'm doing. I got it. <laughs> But Easy, Deke. The fun part was... Tried to call him out. So I learned a few things about fishing with our new brother, Deke. I don't like to repeat myself, but there are some times that I worry about things that I will say multiple times. Will can contest to this. When you yes. take my truck away and go park the trailer, how many times do I tell you to put the window up and bring me the keys? Lock it. Yeah. Yeah, like three times. I say it for a reason. Minimum. Because Deke took the truck away. We put the boat in the water. 
Ryan held it at the dock. I'm standing. We're talking with Ryan. We're having a great morning. Water's flat. We're all excited. New place. Ready we have no clue what to fish with. No clue where we're going. But you can see this massive amount of water. And Deke took the truck over and parked it. And uh, he come back over. I'm like, no, don't park it there. Go park it somewhere else. I don't like it there. The trailer's sticking out where guys need to put boats in. Right. Come on, Deke. So and, don't forget, ah, and don't like, forget my whopper ploppers, he said. Yeah, and get the whopper ploppers off the rearview mirror, by the way. So he, he takes off. He goes and parks it on the other side of the building, and he comes back, and we're getting ready to leave. Now, we're really excited to get in the water. Yeah, by now. Because we were actually going to drive a couple hours south to a lake... Uh, Seneca. Seneca and fish uh, Watkins Glen. Okay. So technically, we're in the water two hours earlier than we thought, yeah. as long as we get out. Deke comes back, and then all of a sudden, he says, I said, did you lock it? Put the windows up. Yes. I said, all right. I forgot something. I got to go back to the truck. He runs back to the truck. We're waiting. He comes back. <laughs> and what does he tell me? His man sandals. Yeah. He says, good I'm thing real- I went back. I'm really happy I went back to the truck. Your back window was down. I forgot to lock it. <laughs> said I only said it seven times, Deke. Oh, bless his heart. Well, now I'll- go get my Whopper poppers. <laughs> get- and then I sent him back to the truck. That's when I sent him back for the fourth time. said, go get my Whopper poppers. His head was somewhere else. Oh, it, I mean, oh, he has a hard heart. time. I mean, Jimmy had to yell at him a handful of times. Your other left. We, uh... We did good. He actually, we sent him to the guy we spoke to about what he was using, gave us a bunch of these weird minnows. Um, and we put them in the, Eng- we, yeah, the chubs. chubs, we put them in the England and I didn't have an aerator with me. So I figured they wouldn't last long. Uh, sure enough, when we came back in like seven hours later, they were still alive. Were they? Yeah. I never seen anything live so long in five inches of water. Those uh, angle coolers are crazy. Yeah. It was, I, I, that's what I contested too. But we uh, we head out, we, we pull out, and the boat, for some reason, knock on wood, fishing god smiled on us, actually went into gear and ran absolutely like a brand new motor. Oh, it's perfection. That little tiny turn of that high valve, we not only had extremely low, take it out of gear, putting it like one two, 1.2 miles per hour. And no that, that two-stroke just putted right along, no problem. Less smoking, less gas usage. Yeah. But when we we went up about 500 yards, and we're looking out across the lake to the other side, and Deke's like, let's go over by them trees, that island over there, because the wind was kind of starting to kick up, and there was a big flat spot where we could get out of the wind, and he says, let's go over there. I'm like, yeah, no, I totally agree. To go across about six to 800 yards, maybe 1,000 yards of open water, uh, the boat was a pretty dry ride, but it was up and down. The boat ran phenomenal, high speed, low speed, and uh, as we get over there, we pull in, I, we throw the anchor, and we sit in this little spot where there's no wind, and uh, sure enough, uh, we're, you know, I'm still trying to tie up what I think will work. We've never been there before. Mm-hmm. There's this great big swan on a nest. Was that yeah. a swan or a goose? It was a swan. It was a big swan. Yeah. Yep. Sure enough, Deke smashes the bass, like a couple casts in. I'm there like, he is. There he is. There he is. There he is. A couple minutes later. I got one. And then a couple minutes later, what else? There he is. I got it. Here we go. It's like you guys were there. Yeah. Backpack. Deke, Deke outfished us for the first hour. He was on it. Yeah. And uh, so let's let's paint a quick picture. So it's Lake Ontario. You know, it looks like Canada. 
Mm-hmm. And there's a we're over across. There's a lot of docks, not with many boats on them, just open docks, lots of grass. We're in about twelve feet of water, looking at the bank, and really cute little no cookie cutter homes, just almost like little Cape Cod type houses yeah. along the bank. Huh, bank cool. slightly up. Reminded me of the 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 houses were Boston. maybe forty to fifty yards from the bank, so not far. You could see people walking around their kitchen and whatnot, and. uh so we start just drifting over time down dock to dock, throwing Ned rigs and throwing different stuff around and bass, bass, bass. There's one thing I learned about the bass in Lake Ontario. They are strong. They they fight stronger really? than other bass. I even told Deke, I said, man, they this is... work out. Yeah. They're super strong. There's something in the water. Pick things up, lift at, thing, put things down. At this point in the in the trip, though, I couldn't tell you how strong they fought. Because no. if if DK was out fishing catfish five to one, he was out fishing me ten to none. Yeah, because really? I've caught two I was bass. Fishless. I caught two bass, and I was questioning everything in my existence. And Deke was on like number twelve. Yeah, and Ryan was still at this point at what? a zero. Deke was on the front of the boat. Yes, yeah. it's the lucky spot. Sometimes always is. Well, you would know, wouldn't you? Nope. <laughs> Ouch. Nope. That's that's the spot that Will likes. The front, the front. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we took, and we had a lot of room because we took the coolers and the seats out. But uh, so as we're floating down, this is it gets good. As we're floating down, we're catching a couple fish. The morning's beautiful. It is calm down. The wind's calm down too. No anchor. We're just kind of yeah. sitting in one spot out in front of this dock. And Deke looks at me and he goes, "Hey, do you see that?" And I'm like. No, no, I'm fishing. You know what? What are we looking at? He's like, look, look, look. There's girls in bikinis. I'm like, <laughs> what? He's got an eye. He's like, there's girls in bikinis, and it was I don't know. A few minutes he later, he sees them ten to one. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, clear eye for says, an old guy. Deke's like, I think they're gonna get in a hot tub. They're gonna look. They're getting undressed. And I went, I don't, I don't. Where, what are we? Where at? Where are we talking about? He's like the hot tub up at that house. I'm like, I'm fishing, but I don't notice it. Ryan soon kind of notices him off in the distance, so he he clarifies the fact that there is actually two young, semi good looking, super hot. Chicks. Almost capsizes. <laughs> yeah. as Ryan jumps for them, and we're fishing outside of their house and off I'm like, of their dock. Do you guys think we could put the anchor down now? <laughs> yeah, and we actually did. We anchored up <laughs> as these two girls. Now picture this. Now I don't know how this works in life, but this isn't too hard to picture. We're very we're very that. bored young ladies at eight thirty in the morning. We see a boat anchored off. The, the dock of our house. We have nothing else to do because it's it's kind of misting at this point. There's mm-hmm. no sun out. Yeah. There's no good reason to do anything else but to get up, get your bikinis on, plus put shirts and Daisy Dukes on on top of them because why would you do that to walk downstairs to get in the hot tub? And a couple glasses of wine. And a couple glasses of wine at 8.30 in the morning to go down to help each other get out of your shirts <laughs> And to slowly take your Daisy Dukes off with straight legs, to slowly take 20 minutes to get in the hot tub and make a bunch of rackets so that you make sure that you notice. Bless your heart. I didn't notice any of this. (laughs) Deke pointed it out to me. I had no inclination that this was happening. And I have yet to catch a fish. (laughs) 
But it so, was a good place to so start. So you were laser focused, right, yeah. Ryan? Like oh, I was trying to get a fish. Yeah. 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 It was funny. a good place to catch dock. Ryan's first fish. We were not unanchoring there until Ryan know. caught that a fish. Catfish says, we're not leaving here until you catch a fish. <laughs> I was like, well, take your time. it's going to be a long <laughs> take day. Take your time. <laughs> uh, it wasn't long after that, possibly a half hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> till, uh Dad comes down the dock. And he's trying to, he's all Brody, got a tight shirt on, he's throwing this little football up and down in his hands. He comes down real slow, down the steps, out on the dock, right at our boat, because we're morning. I could have jumped out of the boat onto his dock, we were so close. I mean, the boat was like 30 feet from his dock, but we kept anchoring it closer, because the fish were closer to the bank. Oh yeah, they always are. And um, yeah, he he stopped and was talking to us. You know, how's it going? Things like that. And uh, Get out of the I, way, bl- I believe it was Deaky that said, "Could you step one step to the left? I'm I'm watching something up here. Is that small your talk, daughter? Small talk. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no, no, it's good. Uh, uh, yeah, he, a, he had a lot of advice for us. You know, he had his son out the day before. Like, and, how to not get shot and, of well, no, no, he said, he said, oh, yeah, you know, I had my son out yesterday, and we caught a bunch of, you know, four or five-pound bass, and they're over there, and there's a rock pile at that big giant oak tree on the other side of the cove there, and look down here and see that green dock with the, with, you know, the pillars are all painted green. Mm-hmm. There's a big rock pile off of that. Yeah, you guys should have a good, a lot of good luck over that way. Anywhere but fishing and in front of my like, dock, he said. As soon That's as he walked was, away, we were like, how comes he wants to fish us to fish everywhere but here? Yeah. It's and we were weird. we were technically catching bass in front. Actually, oh, you guys were. Yeah, we were catching bass out in front of his dog. So um, it was funny. He, he didn't want us there. That was pl- plain as day. He wanted us to move on. Um, he actually had a small conversation. I didn't hear what he was saying with his daughter and her friend about... The, you know, like you guys do this every Saturday morning. Can you stop <laughs> it? The fishermen, and here's the wild thing: they must know it, and we must. Like we got there, we didn't know where we were going, we didn't know what to use. Yeah. Um, by the time we did on anchor and he chased us off, there was six other boats anchored around us right by that hot tub. So oh, it must man. be the place to either fish or watch the show. I don't know what it was. Probably fish. Yeah. Um, I would think so. <laughs> We did pull anchor and we started drifting towards this big oak tree, which the guy said. And uh, he wasn't kidding. No, he right? was so not kidding. At this point, again, I'm still fishless, fishless, and I'm trying everything. Fishless, But I'm trying to throw everything. I'm watching what DK's throwing. I'm watching what catfish is throwing. I'm really questioning my entire existence at this point. And you're like, how am I going to write another article? Exactly. Relatively new to fishing, terrible at it. Is that's the name of the article I was writing in my head almost at epic. the moment? Uh, almost epic. So I have one of these little. Uh, it was the prank. And yeah. I've talked about that recently. It's like a popper and a crankbait. So I was like, let me try one of these things. And I, and I cast this thing out, and you know, pop, pop, burn it back, pop, pop, burn it back. And I'm burning this thing back, and it comes right to about two foot off the side of the boat. And of course, as soon as you stop. <coughs> reeling it it just kind of floats it flutters to the flutters surface. right up to the surface mm-hmm. so i burn it back till i can see it and i stop and i turn i'm talking to dk i look back and as i look down here comes this shadow from out of nowhere just crushes the top of the water takes my lure cuts the line and disappears into the darkness massive shadow yeah and i looked at dk i said did did you just see that? He Good said night. it just like it, did, uh, did you just see that? 
And almost instantly, the three of us are diving back into the center of the boat into our tackle boxes. To get bigger stuff out. <laughs> yeah. I think we need a bigger boat. We didn't realize that we were in like Pike Cove. Yeah. They were everywhere. Pike County, yeah. New York. <laughs> and it wasn't long after that um, that the look on DK's face was... It was priceless. Like he he hooked into a bass and he was reeling it in, and then he realized this isn't a bass. And mm. it wasn't long before his excitement went to like ninth grade girl status. Like that was like that climbing ropes in gym class. But, yes. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you again because I need to to bring out one more point. And it was when this first pike flush out that point bud as soon as we realized this was a pike on the line get it out the yeah. whole demeanor the entire boat everybody just stopped what I, was happening like we die. know what's about to die. happen right and catfish is immediately he's already recording at this point it wasn't a little pike neither so and it was, like yeah. we knew we had something epic going on and i had just i dropped my rod i don't even know what happened with it probably in the bottom of the he, so to space still. I don't know what I did. It's like, get it out of the way. Probably in the and, hot tub. And DK's going, it's a pike. All right. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. And I was like, I got the net, bud. It's standing. And, and Ryan's DK, standing with the net. DK, in his ninth grade girl, whatever we just called it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. need one. His super stupor is going on. Like, this guy could not be more excited. And I'm like, I got the net, bud. And he goes, could catfish grab that? Yeah. Can catfish get the net? <laughs> he didn't. He, had, he saw the Shadzilla. He, had, he did. <laughs> he, he had less, one less than one ounce of faith in me to be able to net this fish. He wanted catfish yeah. to man that net. Like, give Ryan the camera. He can't screw that up, I guess. But, uh, but for crying out loud, somebody get the net wow. out of his hand. It was good. Ouch. It was funny. Wow. Well, uh, but I, I redeemed myself. I did not that take hurt the net. Me. We, I did not take the net. I let Ryan net everything all day, and he totally redeemed himself. Yes, we good did on not, you, Ryan. We didn't lose in the bass that we You're caught. Right needed yeah. netted. Get right back on that horse, bud. Yeah. Uh, DK landed uh, with with uh, Ryan's help netting. He did land that pike, and when we brought Marvelous. it in, and he good. held it up, and I went, "Hmm, that's a nice one." Like it was, it was a tank. It was a tank pike, and he was. He had that look, like the first deer you shoot, the first, you know, whatever. Um, it was really good to see. He had that. He had that look in his eye of. I think that he's now addicted to pike fishing. Who wouldn't be? That would be the place to get addicted. Yeah, but uh, he held this fish up. You know, we you saw some of the pictures we took. It was I don't know, close yeah. to forty inches pike. I could see his pike spike in those pictures <laughs> he had a pike spike <laughs> yeah i missed that part yeah yeah but yeah he, that's true like when we picked we picked it up in the net looking at it in the net was going man that's a big fish he did he did good it wasn't long after that then ryan caught a big pike i caught the bass first and that but that pike was the turning point like that guy chased us off that dock. Thank goodness. Yeah. Right. Because You'd that, still be that was now, when, granted, we were only now 35, 40 yards from oh yeah, that we, dock and re-anchored back up on yeah, a different yeah. angle. I, because I he borrowed, was the next hot tub down. I borrowed Uncle Buck's binoculars from the, <laughs> from the day before. They're better than catfishes. <laughs> but anyway, when I finally got back to fishing now, D 
DK's landed a pike where, you know, those guys all have bass. It was time to do it. I actually thought I was hung up on a log, mm -hmm. you know, and we were just getting ready to move to another spot. And Catfish was like, okay, you go ahead and just, just troll your lure out there. And he didn't know sooner start the boat. Then I'm, I'm going like this and I'm making hand gestures like I got a fish on and DK's yelling, he's just stuck. Yeah. He's hung up on something. <laughs> and I'm like, cut the motor. That's a fish. I felt the head shake. So then, you know, catfish cut it down and, and here comes please. this big. All <laughs> say please. please. Pretty please. For crying out loud. And then when DK went for the net, I'm like, give it to Catfish. <laughs> I did net that bass. Actually, yes, you did. Get back uh, to the but front yeah, of the we, boat. We, we landed, I landed that big bass. What was it just shy of five? Personal best. Yeah, yeah that was, that was beautiful. Two ounces shy or something of five pounds. And next cast. I call that Sunday morning. Next cast was a muskie that was over. A pike. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, a pike that was over 30. Plus. Oh, 30, oh, 36, 38 yeah, yeah, inches. Yeah. Yeah, close to 40. Two casts in a row. Those were my first two fish of the day. And it was like, okay, yeah, I should probably it. just put it down. I'm going to keep being that out. Man. It's not going to get better than that. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the dock, the dock and the, the house rental, the little place rental that sleeps five in a room, just mm -hmm. like we were at uh, the Wickham house for 60 bucks a night. Didn't seem too bad after that, after we found where to fish. I can't oh. believe that. 60 bucks a night. So they, um, did you check that place out? Upstairs. Nah, don't need to. Don't care. We're there. Yeah, we're there. <laughs> it, the place is so good fishing. We'd fi we'd sleep in a boat. It's it's pretty decent. We did really well all morning after the after the two big pike. I caught a smaller pike. Like we, I think I caught two smaller pike. Yeah. Um, smaller than they caught, but still trophies to me. And uh, but we caught some just massive, aggressive, mean bass. What'd you catch them on? The pike. Yeah. Stevie, can you take your uh, headphones off? Stevie, take your headphones off. No, 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 no. I used to, oh, wait, he put them back on. Uh, <laughs> I'm not telling. I'm not telling. Well, that's what DK said all, all morning long. I, Every I, time we caught a pike. I'm not telling. <laughs> he's hiding what he was using from us. And, no. And then I think I, I did hear once or twice DK was like. Uh, I'm still not telling. Yeah, my pike's a bit bigger. Something Ooh. like that. My pike was bigger than your pike. My pike's the biggest pike. Really? Uh, my pike is... Uh, don't you wish you could catch a pike like mine? Was he talking? No, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> I wasn't really listening to him. <laughs> he had the front of the boat, and he was, he was whooping what? all morning. And then tides turned in the afternoon because it just... Ryan got the back of the boat turned on fire. Because Ryan got this little groove where, like... Every time I moved the boat, if you left your bait in the water trolling, mm -hmm. they like that up there. I don't know what it, just moving it very slowly. Yeah. Smash, yeah. smash, smash. They were happy to hit something. <laughs> so Ryan just quit fishing. <laughs> let it drag. I just let it troll. Let it <laughs> I'll grab that when it bends. I'm sick of fishing. You I'm guys good. are catching all this stuff. <laughs> then he starts catching that way. Nice. No, but I, I will tell you this. We all caught multiple of both species right trophy multiple largemouth bass big fatties multiple northern pike and some that were just amazing fish um it, i don't know that you could get a better day but i lost even catching multiple pike i lost four or five different uh, lures with bite offs x wraps, x -wraps. X -wraps. I'm, I'm down like 50 60 bucks in lures because of it <laughs> ryan needs steel leader apparently 
yeah. is what it boils down to. Nobody in the boat had a steel leader. Couldn't find one. So it was X-Raps then. Ryan, uh, no, Ryan, I didn't Ryan's, land a fish on an X-Rap. I can tell you that much. Those X-Raps are too small <laughs> because they the are pike have such that underbite. Yeah. Um, they literally like swallow it and snap the line <laughs> off. You need a lure that's about that big. big you know Possibly jointed, but I won't tell you what they are. No, I think, I think Stevie savage, should go yeah. out and he should go right up to Sodas Bay with... A hundred dollars worth of X wraps. <laughs> you won't have a fish to take a picture of. <laughs> Six pound test. Where'd all my lures go? You'll get slammed. You'll feel the you'll feel the hit. Yeah. That's it. They're going. Ryan looked at me multiple yeah. times. Fish went, on. That's Dog. what he said. Oh that oh that's a good oh it's going again. Son of a Yeah. No, we had a great day. Heartbreaker. Boat, the boat ran phenomenal. The rest of the day, um the wind came and went, came and went, it got calm. Um I can't tell you how much of a, a really blessing it was that we stayed and fished because it, it turned out to be one of the best fishing days and adventures that we've had. And uh, DK was happy. He caught his first big northern pike. Ryan had a couple firsts that day. Yep, first pike, best bass. Well, and then the day before with all the other firsts how about out there that? on Lake yeah. Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Here's the wild part. Like, we're there as strangers. PA registration stickers technically not not even full stickers but as the morning went on boats started following us fishing where we were fishing as they were watching us they were moving over taking our spots every time we moved there'd be two boats take our spots which was really a confidence booster as fishermen going the locals are following us and at that point had nothing to do with the girls in hot tub no did not at that point right so Ryan's like yawn to the other boats. Just stop fishing. Just quit. Just let them drag. I know it's hard to do. The tough part was was a little like a little after twelve. The, the really the bad part of the whole trip was we literally had to call it quits because we were going out with the hopes of everybody catching a fish. You know, we didn't know nothing about the place. We didn't realize it was going to be an epic fishing day. But none of us really brought food or drinks. We were really. Our blood sugar was low. We were super dehydrated. Six hours into it, we were just going, we're never coming out. Yeah, Yeah, we're never coming out here again without honey buns and monsters or whatever. But we... (laughs) Something. Like, I was ready. I was ready to eat DK's hat. I was hungry. It was bad. And I told him, I said, I'm I'm hangry. Let's go. Like, it was bad. But that's what really chased us off the water was the fact that all of us were just that hungry and, and... dehydrated that it was done like we and the the bite slowed down we haven't caught a fish in what like 15 20 minutes yeah it really slows down <laughs> it slowed down so we had to leave oh that's horrible i hate it when <laughs> it, oh, it turned off gotta go minutes. but uh yeah we ran the boat back saw some really good places and we were pulling in and then even the guys at the boat ramp remember there was guys at the boat oh, ramp yeah. going what do you what, are what you, were you guys showing catching? Pic- we were showing pictures what you using what are you catching them on i'm like that's a nice sixty thousand dollar boat you got there boss <laughs> it's a really nice boat wouldn't you like to know what we were using yes i, I so Ned it's so tough to say so we told him. whopper popper yeah <laughs> ned rakes with the ned. two pound heartbreaker yeah <laughs> 1.5 if you really want to hide it so let's wrap this up though so this point on sunday um uh, after Saturday's adventure with with the boys, we we did take the boat out. It was it was a really great adventure. We did really good. 
we were really blessed with some de- some half decent weather, better than Saturdays, and some really good fishing. And uh, how I, would you rank this this trip? I mean, I know like Florida, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, the whole thing, the whole package. It's, it's tough, man. I it was way better than Florida for me because I was at this one. To me, I <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I, I was on half of it, and it was. You want me to answer that honestly? I would say that it yeah. it was. It was it was epic. Like I would say that I would brag about this trip to Sodas Point. I would say that it's actually better than our last trip to Sodas Point, even though I loved that trip. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. But really, Drew, Drew made Florida. Florida. Yeah, yeah. 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 If we didn't have Drew, and uh, and it was a longer trip, so that's hard to do. And you oh, know, a bunch just... of personal best, bunch of new fish. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Lake Ontario before when I was 16. I've caught pike before, so that's tough for me to decide. But they were very close. But as far as camaraderie with the guys and everybody getting along and following the honey bun trail, like there's, it's hard to it's hard to compare the two. It really was. I I loved this trip to Sodas Point. I can't wait to do it again. But uh, it was yeah, I. Florida's hard to beat, man. Florida was hard to beat. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I guess I'm not looking to beat that. I just thought we had a great group outing and it was, you know, it's up there. It It took two podcasts to get it out. So yeah, yeah, it had to have been good. I can only imagine what's going to happen in three weeks, guys. As long as every group outing continues to be as epic as the last two have been, we know we're on the right track. Right, right, right. Well, we went. We went from Drew. We went. We went from our our brother Boog, 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 to to Captain uh, Captain Jimmy Del Rio, thirty year veteran, the one of the best fishermen on the planet. To, I mean, we're going north to a fishing god in Canada. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I don't know how Nordic you're gonna judge god. that. Like, but, uh, like yeah, in in Norway, there's statues of him and his grandparents. It, I am very, uh, Norway's where fishing it. started. I am very happy for the fact that when we get up to Lake Nipigon, that people, people have said it's fishing done right. It is that we will be unconnected with social media for those for that time. It is where actually we can truly. I don't not, know if I'm going to like that. I, I will love it because then we can truly focus on fishing it's, and then. Media just get the dump. just get the footage, get the photos. Worry about it later. I know, dump it but later. It out. Did you see the post? Like the like Max from Deeper wants to do a fun little challenge live on June 23rd, and I'm like, dude, we're, yeah. we're gonna be 21 That's, hours in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, World, yeah. World Fishing Day is when that hey, is. Right, it's on. Well, yeah, we'll that, be fishing. Yeah, World Fishing Day. There's is no phone place we're with going. four gentlemen. Dang, boom. So I'm not fishing for the whole world. That's a spoiler alert, but for people that are listening to this that don't know, the R2 guys, some of us are headed to Canada to fish with a guide, Tyler Dunn. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, buddy, boys. good buddy of ours. And uh, me and me and uh, Tyler Dunn share a birthday. Same yeah. birthday. Same exact day. So we're going to have a really good June 20th uh, in Lake Nipigon, Canada, which is... Very far north of Sault Ste. Marie, which is very far north of us. Uncle so. Buck has a birthday on the 17th, too. Does he? Yes. I realize so that. There was a song yeah. written about that day, right? That was the day the fish got scared. <laughs> what, June 20th? Yeah. Well, I was born that day. Yeah. And so was Tyler Dunn. Yeah. And yeah. that was the day the fish began to shiver. Yeah. yeah. In fear. 
Yes. That they they're not happy anymore. Catfish went up to Canada looking for a fish to steal. <laughs> oh, I was going to go with Tom McLean. <laughs> oh, the day of the music. Yeah. The day the, the day the fish got scared. You skin musky. <laughs> so bye bye, Mr. American and Canadian Walleye. guys. Oh, Mr. Walleye Pie. Big guys like <laughs> Are you excited so, to go to Canada Buck? After this trip to Soda's Point. Are we taking your truck? I, I don't know. Are we? No, no, no. We nothing can. goes in the back seat because I'm sleeping. We can. I'm, it's gonna be a little bit more expensive than the ram, I think. We, we can take, take what Yeah, it's fine as long as I get the back seat. You can have it's it. way, way, way further than Soda's Point. Yes, yeah. no question. We'll be platooning it. Every um, time. We had a big week, and uh, let's get to this topic hat. Oh, uh, wait, I got to give a shout out to Lacey for killing one of the biggest turkeys in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I have to give a big shout out to Mark Sheets from Punch Farm and Paranormal Punchers for coming over and... Uh, Helping me set up the new mixer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hopefully this makes a big difference. Sounds but, good. But he was here for moral support because uh, I know you guys were busy, and I just, I can't, once things are set, I can't unplug things. Right. And turn knobs. Without anxiety. Without massive anxiety. <laughs> makes you very nervous. <laughs> so he was here kind of walking me through it, making sure I had a full beer. Yeah. Well, we unfortunately had to work Memorial Day weekend, so we yeah. we didn't get to like have fun like everybody else. But we made do. We we fished. You come up, yeah. we'll come up. We fished every morning. Then I worked every night. But Saturday morning, we I got up uh, after working till midnight Friday. Lacey and I went out and set up in the back corner of a farm. And uh, it was only about an hour hunt. She put the smack down on a big old gobbler. So I was real proud of her. And uh, they're still not gobbling crazy. But here's the wild thing. It's late, late in the season. Almost the end of the season. And there was four males together. Really? Yep. Four males together. And uh, I've not seen that before. So I'm looking forward to talking to our friend Tracy Groves about that. Super late in the season. Four males together. Two long beards. And two Jakes all together that came out in the field, and uh, it wasn't uh, for, it was I mean it's almost thirteen inch beard twenty twenty one and a half pound that, was awesome. that turkey was amazing. Lacey did a fantastic job. I mean, I'm sure you had something to do with it, catfish. Yeah, Maybe your purring on the on the call might have helped a little bit, but I'm Talking pretty sure sexy. Lacey did most of the hard work, and oh. she did phenomenal. I won't tell this story of the hunt. I'll let her tell it one day, but. It was it was a great morning. It, here's the here's the only part I will say is a good thousand yards back to the truck, uphill going back. And when she shot this bird, and I picked it up and weighed it with the scale, and I looked at her and I went, "You shot it. You carry it back to the truck." It's like six fifteen in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, "You got this." She did put it in a little orange backpack, and hiked her whole way back to the truck, and I got back. And I went, I, "You know, honestly, honey, I would have carried that for you." She's like, oh, I got it. I'm glad she did. That's perfect. 6.15 in the morning. You don't hear that very often going, can you turn the air conditioner on full blast, please? Can we go to Rudders and get a Coke? Because <laughs> I'm stomped. It was a great morning. That was awesome. A Congrats. Beautiful bird. So last week when we started the Sodas Point uh, trip, 
and this is now part two. We actually did talk about the Better the Hunt topic hat, and we actually picked a topic out of it. But that's right. I think that it's just to honor it. We got to give it a shake again, and oh, then yeah. just make like we pulled it out. But all right, so fake, the honors? fake to shake, fake that shake. So we're gonna go ahead and grab a hold the Better the Hunt topic hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shaking. It's, it's a shaking. shaking. I love it. And I'm drawing out a fake thing because I said it last week. Wow, it's shaking. Go to betterthehunt.com. Yep. That's right. Check out the... Yeah, because we don't want to talk get about one the of these one that I actually pulled out. You know what? We got to talk to Randy. He needs to actually call this hat the Topic Hat. I like it. Just go ahead and change the name right on the website. A little Topic The hat's the sweet. I love how the logo's kicked sideways a little bit off the side of the brim. It's a sweet looking hat. Go to betterthehunt.com and check them out. So the topic this week is things to do in the outdoors other than hunting and fishing. Is there? This is the part where I insert crickets. Because I don't. I got. Buck, I got. Buck said last week, <laughs> is there anything? I, we I got one. camping last week. Camping is other than hunting and fishing. Do you want to talk about camping? What do you like about camping, Buck? I, what I like about camping is... I can go somewhere and uh, for the most part, there is no Wi-Fi. There's no electronics. It's it's can, back to the basics. You can unplug and truly reconnect. Yeah. You can reboot. Fire, it, gathering around the hearth in the day. So I like cooking mountain pies on the hearth while camping. Yes. Yes, you so do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the subject. Since we're talking about hearths, what goes in Uncle Buck's mountain pie, Miker? Oh, I, I like the cherry pie filling I, I, and a little bit of sugar. Cherry pie and sugar? Yeah. Hmm. Never had that one. Oh, I have. I can't it's say good. I had that one. It's not bad. I like that one. Well, Ryan, what's your favorite? Listen, if we're breaking out the mountain pie, somebody better bring some tomato sauce, mozzarella cheese, the and pepperoni. The pizza mountain pie is the best. The yeah, yeah. pizza, pizza mountain pie is all the way. I mean, I've had the apple, cinnamon ones. Um, I have not had the cherry ones, but we, you know, we have done like the um, strawberry shortcake ones, mm-hmm. where you actually put the shortcake thing in the bread, like on top of the bread, and squish oh, it good. with whipped cream and everything in it. That was really good. Ooh, that sounds good. It was good. And uh, believe it or not, peanut butter and banana ones were extremely good one time. They turned out awesome. I I hot peanut butter with bananas in it. Oh, that'd be good. It was. I'm trying that one next time. We, mm-hmm. Yeah, we. that's pretty much how I, that's all we ate when we were camping. Yeah, mountain, pies. mountain pies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and peanut, butter, dogs, the peanut but butter will burn your face quicker than the, the pizza sauce. <laughs> you got to be careful. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peanut butter is like. It's like lava, but the nutty you know, lava. The campground that we <laughs> that we go to also has a bunch of trails, and people with their golf Happy carts trails. can travel them. And some of them are mudders, different little tra- trails, but a lot of them you can see. So tell, me, tell me where this Deer. is. Where's this at? It's up in Perry Hello, County mother. near Blaine. Okay, uh, Paradise Stream Campground. Um, my wife's family tent camping, camper camping. Um, we're glamping, clamping, glamping, glamping. I like it. Fifth wheels, yeah. <laughs> oh, because you clamp it to the truck. No, it's glamping. Glamping is glamour camping. Hard roofs, I like it. <laughs> hard roofs. Uh, it, it's like home away from home. It's like Manhattan camping, <laughs> mobile. 
Yeah, it's not a lot of work. Some fifth wheels are nicer than places that exactly. are sewn. Exactly. Manhattan, I don't know. With, with Some of those things at the Great American and, Outdoor Show were stupid inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What I love about it the most, guys, is we get up there and there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to set up, really. We had the fifth wheels between my wife's uncle and aunt who had wait who has the fifth wheel your wife's uncle my wife's uncle and aunt and her cousin who are right across from their site so it's it's two campsites and when we go up in the springtime uh we always stay in a fifth wheel with them and then in the fall we we bring one an older pop-up sure which we love and then we bring our dog and when's the last time that you went tent camping been a while uh, I want to say a Richmond, Virginia NASCAR race. Yeah, yeah. Brian? Last summer in Maine. Did you? Yep. Yep. It's it's tough on my back to tent camp anymore. Yeah. I mean, I've slept in, I've gone to Ocean City and slept in the bed, like literally the bed of the truck. You got to get a, a hammock, brother. I have lots, I just always sleep in. That's, but it, that's the way to go camping. But when Forget you have, the tent, just take the hammock. I don't, well, what are we talking about? You were up at Bearded Buck. Yeah, I mean, you did yeah, it right. Yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> when I go to Ocean City, my hammock won't. The last time we were in Ocean City, I slept not a lot in the hammock. Trees. I actually almost got in trouble because I slept in the dune where you're not allowed. It's the only trees out there. But when you have a long bed like Phil's, you know them little square holes in your in, in the bed that yeah. go down in. Uh-huh. You can put like metal spikes in there and hang a hammock on a bed like that from corner to corner. I've done it, but my four foot bed won't do it. Oh, you can put like yeah. a, you can even put like a crowbar in one of them and hang the hammock from there to a tree, like we do at Gut Road. But down there at, at Ocean City, it's extremely hard to find a place to hang a hammock unless you're renting one of the campgrounds or yeah. So, but you're right, the hammock, the parachute type hammock, the eco hammocks are the way to go. That's better than tent camping, at least. Oh yeah. yeah. We'll do a whole entire podcast just on camping. But what else is there to do other than hunting and fishing? Leanna likes the sup boarding. So I never did that, but I've seen her actually do like yoga on the yeah. river on that subboard. Yeah, she loves it. Tell I mean, me about subboarding. It's just that stand-up paddle board. It's like a big surfboard that you can use a paddle. But we go out here in the river, and, yeah. and my, that's... My that, brother does that. Yeah. He loves that. He's not really an outdoorsman at all, but he loves that paddle board. In my opinion, the best part about it is that even over kayaking... You you know unless you have the a certain specific type of kayak, you're standing up, and you have a completely different vantage point. You're not right on the water. You're actually looking down into the water. Yeah, and you can see like five hundred times more than you would. Yeah, yeah. You know, sitting on a good on a pair kayak. of Polaroids, you could probably see a lot. Oh, it's magical. Yeah, yeah, it's a different world. Hmm. It's cool. I mean, we have couples, so if you guys want to. Years and Jump years on. ago, we were down, I think, for there rod my, holders on us. I wish. I think it was for my... But then it would be fishing. Um, like, pre-wedding, whatever, uh, Will took me um, stingray hunting with Captain Mark Spagnola, and we went, looked at subboards in Ocean City at some place. Yeah. Yeah, we were just starting to look at those things at that time. They were... They're big. Like, they're... Nice. If you mm-hmm. never used one before, they're actually intimidating to go, how am I going to transport that and carry it and but uh i didn't realize how big they were till i got up close to one mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
that's there's it's fun i mean if you you know it's a little bit of a workout and like i said you're connecting with nature on a different level yeah I'm going to throw some wild ones out there. I'm going to say paintball because I like playing paintball in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not hunting or fishing, but it's playing good old-fashioned paintball with your buddies in the woods out back, like not at a regulation field is a lot of fun. Yes, yes. Um, Going back to my roots, riding my my mini bike and dirt bike around in the woods um, on the trails is, yeah. Uh, Flying around on the trails on a little old mini bike or go-kart or or any of that stuff's good time. Yeah. how about just sitting in front of a fire? I mean, I call that the outdoors television. Absolutely. That's Definitely. one of my I favorite could stare things at, to do. I could stare at a fire all night long, the flames and then into the coals. I'll, I'll tell you, for me. I, I tell you what, a lot of soul searching has gone into oh. staring at a well, fire. It's hypnotizing to look at the flames. Yeah. yeah. For me, though, one of the outdoor activities other than hunting and fishing that I've done for most of my life what I got away from for the last couple of years, just getting back into it, rock climbing. Yeah. I saw you doing something. Yeah, the whole family the did. Kids, yeah. The kids were, are old enough now that they're able to actually understand what I'm trying to tell them. I took them out, I don't know, three or four years ago. I had like the little full body harness for the kids and stuff. And they enjoyed it, but I was, it was more me pulling them up the rocks on the rope <laughs> than they were actually climbing. But we went out this year and they're actually getting the concepts and understanding what I'm saying when I'm like, move your feet and your legs. Don't just pull yourself up on the rocks, bring your legs with you and just doing straight top rope and stuff. A lot of fun. I miss, I miss doing that. And I think the crew needs to go. I saw you doing some rappelling not long ago. I'm in. Yes. That was the the day that we went. I, I set up all the top ropes and stuff and then I rappelled down and, uh, turns out, believe it or not, I can still rappel. Yeah, women have been saying that I've been repelling for years, but I can see that I can still do it. <laughs> Turns out I can still do it. Is that well, a Paul? Buck said it- last week before this one started, he he started blurting out some things, some spoiler alerts. But he just said boating, and you know I have to do that some more often. Even though we have the boat, and we go fishing. There are times just to take the boat out and explore. And put the rods down and enjoy just being out. How about just taking it out and just throwing anchor and swimming off your boat? Yeah. Drop trial. And honestly, that growing up, I grew up on Raystown Lake, and I don't. I've never caught a bass in Raystown. Well, that's probably not true, but I've never tried to catch a bass in Raystown Lake. But you did a lot of boating uh, every weekend of my junior adult life like sure. teenage years and for people around the weekend world, and two or three weeks in the summer they'd yeah, love listening it. to this we take that for granted that we say that but racetown lake here in south central pennsylvania yep. is a boater's paradise like it's a yep. very long 26 mile am i right 26 mile long lake north north to south 26 so. miles but yeah. their shoreline is ridiculous because it zigzags back and forth but boating is hugely popular because it's army corps of engineer land there's no houses it's on the lake. It's all wilderness. just yeah. woods right to the water, and the lake is beautiful, and uh, you can just rip and tear on a boat. And I've been water skiing since I was you know, nine years old on that lake all the time. Mm-hmm. What else, Ron, Will, you got anything you do outside other than subboarding? Uh, no. Like you I, used I, to mountain bike a lot. Yeah, I guess uh, mountain biking would be one. Um and I like to, you know, you brought up motorcycles. We, I grew up on that. Yeah, yeah. 
When we grew up, it was always dirt biking. Yep. That's everywhere. That's how we got around. Yeah. And we we lived in a place where you could go to the store and go to different, you know, go different places. The, there's a few people out there that are probably going to be frustrated, like my our buddies over at the Back 40 Seed Company, that if I don't say morel hunting, oh, yeah. they're going to oh. be frustrated. But if that's you're not hunting. mushroom hunting. But that's hunting. No, it's not. Not really. You, you don't need it. I've been snipe hunting for years, guys. Shed, shed hunting, things like that, is uh, always a good family pastime. I didn't know DK was still here. I shed just looking. saw him go by and say something about snipes. You know, training dogs outside is. Um, we have I mean, a pool. I can go. I can go into some things that I see around my neighborhood. I'm um, not for me, but like I see people jogging or riding ten speeds, or I don't I, understand I think that. It's life. called jogging. It's like a soft J. Yeah. You we know, could check with Span the Void Brad. He knows about some of those things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's all about, but I mean, I guess you could do that outside <laughs> if that's what you're into. We have a Rails pool behind our house, and, and that really pulls us outside every year. I mean, like... Pulls you? Yeah. Or pulls you? Well, to quote Casey Bones, pulls me outdoors. Do you think that uh, uh, that repelling day uh-huh. could be a Span the Void Rutten River oh. outing. Oh yeah, Adventure Jimmy will be there. Oh, no doubt about that. That needs to be a uh, mission. Don't we go wireless? We can't we do that now? We could probably do that yeah. wireless. Wireless. Uh, Come on, podcast. guys, let me down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk like this. Please. <laughs> uh, and I'm Will. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> I'm Whatever. bringing Jimmy back. Whatever you guys and gals out there decide that you like to do outdoors, whether it's hunting, fishing, or whatever else we talked about or more, just just get outdoors. Just get outside. Seriously. That's the thing. Get outdoors and enjoy your life and uh, and take somebody with you that may not have been outdoors before. You could change their life as well. And then tell us about it. <laughs> and then call us and tell us all about it. Brag. Please. So, uh... I think we did this topic had a little bit of justice. We did do it justice. I was happy with that one. That's good, good stuff. That's a good pull. Let's Heck kick yeah. this, right, Phil. Let's kick this pig. Pull, We've done pull. enough. <laughs> pull. Like Casey Bones would say. Yeah. Pull help us. Help topic. us, Casey Bones. Till next year. Wait for Sodas Point. Three point oh. I like it. We're definitely going back. Three day weekend though. Yep, three day weekend. Maybe Phil will get his boat out next year. Yeah, we're just gonna travel with an Maybe. armada up there. Yep. I say if six of us go, we take six boats. Oh. That way, nobody else can pull up to the dock and watch the hot tubbers. We just surround the whole dock. Yep. Yeah. And when the dad comes out telling us where else to go, we'll be like, "No, it's we're good. gonna cost we're you good. this year, but we're good now. Move." <laughs> I'll just roll my kayak. Bust out another hundred. It's going to cost you. I don't have a Uh, boat like that. Bust out another hundred. You will by next year. Is that a haul? You never know. Yeah. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, bud. Where can they find us? All right. You can check us out at ruttenriverpursuits.com. Website's all updated, fancy, and awesome. Check it out. And like I said on another episode, even if you're looking out on a computer, pick up your phone, your tablet something pick up a mobile device and look at it because it's amazing i love it thank you nicole stone that's right Nicole. also check us out on all the social media platforms you got facebook instagram twitter find us just look for rut and river pursuits 
Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel, Rutten River Pursuits, Pursuits Podcast. Podcast. And of course, the uh, the podcast itself can be listened to on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Stitcher, Castbox, Castbox, all the fun stuff. How about it, gentlemen? How about you? Thank you, guys. Good show, fellas. Ah, uh, it's great as usual. Well done. Thanks for not making me edit. You're welcome, bud. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Peace. See ya. Rick Weedless. Trash Panda Quiver. Deke like called me crying and he needed me to bring another kayak i didn't have time yeah i remember, I remember that. that yeah yeah so that i sounds had, exactly yeah. like him. so i had to spend a bunch of money on tires and we had to take the boat up to make him happy and uh <laughs> we we went ahead and did that Come and, on, after. and immediately door closes and toilet flushes what, I, when, Will when, and when, I, when you first go in, who flushes the toilet when you go in? Amazing. That was that was the that was the question that Will and I both had I when we looked at each other. We made eye contact and we were kind of it was kind of weird. Like, did that? That was that. And he asked me. He goes, "Did he just did he just pre-flush? Is that what that was? Pre-flushes from out of nowhere, just crushes the top of the water, takes my lure, cuts the line, and disappears into the darkness. Massive shadow, yeah." And I looked at DK. I said, did, did, "Did you just see that?" He Good said night. it just like it. Did, <laughs> did you just see that? And almost instantly, the three of us are diving back into the center of the boat into our tackle boxes to get bigger stuff out. <laughs> I think we need a bigger boat. 